Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Namitha Raghunath and today is Thursday, the 22nd of October, 2020. Starting in Africa today. In Nigeria, anti-police protesters continued to demonstrate on the streets yesterday, despite a government curfew. The curfew was made after a night of violence where demonstrators were shot. After reports were made yesterday saying protesters were being shot dead by security forces, the streets were filled with officers to make sure people were following the curfew. In Guinea, eight people and two policemen were killed yesterday in the capital city. Opposition supporters burned barriers in the streets after the election results showed President Alpha Conde in the lead. Violence between security forces and opposition supporters soon broke out, leading to the deaths. Guinea Security Ministry announced the death toll yesterday. Yesterday in Sudan, security forces fired tear gas at people in the capital protesting against poor living conditions. Protesters set tires on fire in some areas in the capital. The Sudanese Revolutionary Committee, which organized the protest, said it would submit a petition to Prime Minister Abdallah Hamdok demanding for the improvement of the economy. Asia. In Pakistan, at least five people have been killed and more than 20 were injured after a building in Karachi exploded. The explosion took place near the University of Karachi. Anti-terrorism officials are yet to find out the cause of the explosion. However, early investigations suggest that the explosion could have been caused by a gas leak. In Afghanistan, at least 15 people were killed and more than a dozen were injured in a stampede near a Pakistani embassy. The stampede occurred in a stadium in Jalalabad city where thousands of Afghans had come to get visas. Many people were crushed when they tried to exit the stadium. Out of the 15 people who died, 11 were women. The Americas. In the United States, the former U.S. President Barack Obama spoke in Philadelphia for his first campaign event to support Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Philadelphia, I'm asking you to remember what this country can be, what it's like when we treat each other with respect and dignity, what it's like when our elected officials actually behave responsibly. I'm asking you to believe in Joe's ability, in Kamala's ability, to lead this country out of these dark times and help us build it back better. Because we can't abandon those who are hurting right now. We can't abandon the children who aren't getting the education they need right now. We can't abandon those protesters who inspired us. We've got to channel their activism into action. We can't just imagine a better future. We've got to fight for it. There are just two weeks until Election Day. 
In Brazil, President Jair Bolsonaro rejected the health minister's plan to buy 46 million doses of Coronavac, a possible vaccine against COVID-19, being tested in Sao Paulo. The plan to buy and give out the vaccine was announced the previous day by Health Minister Eduardo Pozuelo, the third person to hold the job this year during the coronavirus pandemic. The president said on social media that the Brazilian people will not be anyone's guinea pig. Yesterday in Paraguay, police found 2.3 tons of cocaine hidden inside a ship going to Israel. They said the drugs cost around $500 million. It is the largest drug bust police have made in the South American country. The cocaine was found in a container at Turport, a private port in the city of Valletta. Europe In the Vatican City, Pope Francis has said that he thinks same-sex couples should be allowed to have a legal partnership. His comments were made in a documentary called Francesco that was released yesterday. The Pope said that same-sex couples are still children of God and have a right to a family. This is a major move for the leader of the Roman Catholic Church, which considers same-sex relationships as sinful. In the UK, South Yorkshire will move into Tier 3 lockdown restrictions starting on Saturday. This means 7.3 million people in England will be living under the toughest COVID rules. Health Minister Edward Argar confirmed these rules yesterday. The situation in South Yorkshire remains serious. There have been more cases in South Yorkshire so far in October, over 12,000 than in July, August and September combined. The number of patients with COVID-19 in intensive care beds has reached over half the number seen at the height of the pandemic earlier this year. And the latest data suggests that numbers of patients on mechanical ventilation will soon be comparable to the first peak in March. So we need to act now to prevent the epidemic in South Yorkshire continuing to grow. And finally, in Myanmar, the World Health Organization has said that the disease trachoma can no longer be found in the country. Trachoma is a disease that can cause permanent blindness. In 2005, trachoma was responsible for 4% of all cases of blindness in Myanmar. And that's your world news in 7 minutes. You can read the transcript of today's episode or listen to past episodes at send7.org. Thank you for listening to Send7. I'm Namitha Raghunath, and tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day.